Food Heals Nation, what have you been doing lately when it comes to truly caring for your skin? Have you tried any of the light therapy facials or the LED masks? I've shared on this show how I use lasers to completely remove my brown spots in the past, and I love anything that can help me with wrinkles or blemishes or redness or scars. I find a lot of great products on YouTube that I test out, and I've just discovered a new brand. It's called Lima, and when you see the before and afters on YouTube, you're going to be a convert too. They are changing the way that you care for your skin on actually a profoundly scientific level. This is the Lima laser. It's the world's most powerful clinic grade cosmetic laser device and the only laser FDA cleared for at home use. Why this is important is because I was spending, I'm not going to tell you how much, way too much money years ago when I was getting rid of those brown spots when I was really healing my skin. And now This same type of technology is available at home, and I'm here for it. I am so excited. So this is a near-infrared laser light that penetrates deep into the dermis, simultaneously working on your fat, muscle, and bone to give you like a non-surgical facelift. It transforms your skin. It helps skin issues like wrinkles, sagging, blemishes, pigmentation, redness, breakouts, and scars. And it does this with zero damage, zero pain, and zero downtime. And I remember the lasers that I used to do, they did have some downtime, so this is great. Make sure to check out some of the before and after photos on the website so you can see what I'm talking about. They have YouTube videos too. But the reason it's groundbreaking is it uses that near-infrared low-level light technology, which is completely cold and painless, and it's 100 times more powerful than an LED. And the craziest part is you can even use it with a full face of makeup. So check it out for yourself. Visit lima.life. L is for live. Y is for younger. M is for masterful. A is for approved, and learn more about the Lima Laser. If you're interested in trying one today, you can sign up for their newsletter. Tell them that Food Heals sent you, and please let me know if you order one. I want to hear about your results. Again, it's lima.life, L-Y-M-A dot life. Y'all, oh my God, Food Heals Nation, I just got the softest sheets and pajama set from Cozy Earth, and I had to go and get you a discount code too, so that you could experience the coziness as well. You can visit CozyEarth.com, use the promo code FOODHEALS, and you'll get an exclusive 35% off. So Cozy Earth, it's like your one-stop shop for what they call the luxury she deserves. So listen up, guys because this could make a great gift for that special someone, your girlfriend, your wife, the mother in your life. And don't forget, Mother's Day will be here before we know it. So get a gift for the mom or moms. Here's a nice little gift you could ask for. Anyways, let's start with the sheets to transform your sleep. The coolest thing about Cozy Earth Bedding is that it is temperature regulating. So you stay cool, which is so important when you're sleeping. Plus they are just so soft. It feels like I'm sleeping on a cloud. Plus I love the cozy earth quality and longevity promise. All products come with a 100 night sleep trial and a 10 year warranty. So incorporating cozy earth products into your self-care routine can enhance your sleep quality and just overall wellness. So Again, this is the luxury you deserve. You can treat yourself to the ultimate in comfort and indulgence with Cozy Earth bedding and sleepwear and prioritize your self-care and sleep health. 
And while you're at it, don't forget to check out the Bamboo Pajama Set. It was awarded Oprah's Favorite Things in 2019, so you know it's good. I love the softness and breathability of the fabric, and it has these really great side pockets. And don't forget that by supporting our sponsors, you support this show. Head over to CozyEarth.com, use the promo code FOODHEELS for an exclusive 35% off, and go get your mom the luxury she deserves on Mother's Day at CozyEarth.com with promo code Food Heals. Food Heals Podcast, episode 55. I go, we're the top of the food chain? All right, then take your ass out into the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if the shark goes, here come the top of the food chain. <laughs> You're not top of the food chain. You're an egomaniac. Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals Podcast with your hosts, Alison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Hills Nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In rare cases, women have experienced a strong desire to change their status update from hashtag blessed to hashtag OMG even more blessed than yesterday, hashtag loving life. If you've experienced any of these symptoms, make sure to tweet a Kardashian immediately. All right, welcome, Food Heals Nation. I'm Allison Melody. Today is part two of our interview with NBA star, vegan, activist, father, philanthropist, athlete, wellness advocate, and champion, John Sally. If you haven't listened to part one, go back to episode 54 or go to foodhealsnation.com slash 54. Check out that episode. We talk about a lot of things. It gets a little dirty. It gets pretty funny. Uh, We talk a lot about sex, so be prepared for that. In today's episode, John's going to tell us why milk does not do your body good. We're going to get into some of his favorite things, and he's going to tell us about his new film, The Missing Piece. But before we get to our interview with John, we have to tell you about our sponsor, Today's show is sponsored by Thrive Market. The mission of Thrive Market is to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. Thrive promises to sell only the highest quality, healthy, natural products. Always at prices 25 to 50% below retail. Always committed to sustainability and social justice. And I just love what they are doing. It's Costco meets Whole Foods. Yes, it's a membership site and it's very similar to Costco, but with the high quality natural and organic products of Whole Foods. They have an incredible array of products and the lowest prices I have ever seen. Yes, so I just placed an order. I got cleaning products lotions, shampoo and conditioner, floss, a new toothbrush. I got vitamins. I even got dog treats, Susie, like a whole bunch of stuff. And the retail cost would have been $200 at any other place. But I got the entire order for $109. Almost That's incredible. Half, I know. <laughs> almost <laughs> almost half off. And it's all stuff I would have bought online anyway. And I just got a huge discount. So in one trip, the membership has already paid for itself. That's Freaking fantastic. I know. Yes, members who shop at Thrive frequently are saving thousands every year. So that's why we are so excited to partner with Thrive and bring you an amazing discount code, Food Heals Nation. You never have to pay full price for healthy food again. Go to thrivemarket.com slash foodheals to get your three-month free membership plus 15% off your first purchase. 
three months Food Heals Nation. They told me that they usually only offer one month or two months. So we got three. Thank you, Thrive. <laughs> so start shopping now and save on your favorite natural, wholesome products delivered straight to your door for free. That is thrivemarket.com slash foodheals. Next up, part two of our interview with John Sally. The Food Heals Podcast starts now. Our guest today is NBA star and vegan activist, John Sally. John is actively involved with Operation Smile, PETA, and the fight against diabetes. He has adopted a plant-based, raw vegan lifestyle and is a frequent speaker at VegFests across the USA. John is also the head of his own production company, John Sally Presents Inc., where John uses his uncanny ability to find unique and interesting people and projects for television, film, and internet. And I have to mention that he is a star of our film, Food Heals. So I want to ask you about different diets because I know we were talking about the seafood and the shellfish and there's a lot of people that go vegetarian but still eat seafood and now there's this huge paleo movement and what do you think about that? Like, can you give me the counter argument to all the paleos that are coming to me and going, well, I believe everything you believe and I'm paleo and I go, but that's not Right. It's not true. Um, And I explain this to a lot of people when they say, well, we're hunters and gatherers. Mm -hmm. Um, that's not totally true either. Uh, we were farmers and harvesters. Instead and it, of hunters and gatherers. Exactly. It's not like... It has a different connotation. It really does. And when you would kill an animal... Let's just go to the Indians. They used every single bit of the animal when they killed it. Just like they do now. We use every single bit of the animal when they kill it. There's mm-hmm. nothing thrown away. Um even the blood is used to, when they say the rich flower, it's a rich with blood. That's why uh, observing kosher Jews don't touch that kind of stuff because it has animal blood in it. Mm. Um, when they say that, it's easier to farm than it is to kill an animal and store it. You have to salt it, place it. There's so many ways you have to learn to do it. You can't If you bury it, like it's amazing, they kill a pig in Hawaii, then they bury it. Then they take it out and then they cook it. That's a, that's what I said. I said, well, what happens? What is the point? I don't get it. I, I said the same thing. I said, did y'all, be- yeah, you bury it. Like that's a it- religious ceremonial thing? I have no idea what <laughs> it happens to be. But when they talk about paleo diet, well, you know, our ancestors, cavemen, like that's not true. It's just not, it's not the case. Uh, all the pictures you see of cavemen and, and dinosaurs and, and you know people thinking this was going to happen, saber-toothed tigers, they think that bedrock, the Flintstones, is real. <laughs> it, it, it's not. It's not. It's not real, and that's not how it worked. And you can always see. You would see anytime they would show movies, if you wanted to see it in the movies, people were farming. The goats were eating the grass to keep the grass in front of your house uh, cool. Uh, only time they ate animals is in sacrifice to God or whatever God they were worshiping and everybody ate from it. Mm-hmm. So you couldn't kill an animal every day because you, you you can't, one, massacre it, butcher it, cook it, and store it. So I remember I talked to my mother who was born in 1923 and I said, what was the biggest invention in your life? She said the refrigerator. Because you can store things. Because you can store things, and you can the food was different. You didn't have to shop every day. Mm-hmm. Um, That's really said, interesting. Yeah, I said, "How do you feel about it?" She said, "Well, 
I tell you, I got fat when I got a refrigerator. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, ma. She goes, yeah, I got fat when. She goes, they used to bring milk daily. Mm-hmm. And then they started pasteurizing it and putting it in the grocery store. Right. And blew me away when she said that. And I said, they didn't pasteurize it before. She goes, no, that's how they got rid of the milkman with pasteurization so it can live on the shelf. That is so sad. But they destroyed all the enzymes right. in the milk. Are you a proponent of raw milk? No. Some people are that are on, on the vegan side. So what's your argument for or against? Not my mother, not my milk. Love it. So tell us about that because I feel like that's so important. Yeah. People think I have to have milk to build strong bones because milk does a body good. I was that person when I was 20 years old at a chiropractor and he goes, you are allergic to dairy. You need to stop eating dairy. And I said, milk does a body good. What are you talking about? Right. Like completely brainwashed. So let's talk about that because the mother's milk is made to make that baby calf grow. Right. If I tell my friends that, they don't get it. So I want them to hear it from you. Okay. So here. <laughs> So let me explain milk, a human milk. So the nipples, if you see your areola, you see those lines on your nipples, right? Mm -hmm. When you get cold or excited, they draw up and the nipple gets hard. Mm -hmm. Well, the baby's lips or your lips, you see the same grooves. If you get close enough to your lips and to your nipple, same material. So when the baby connects onto that, it literally is sending signals to the mother when it needs potassium, when it needs calcium, when it needs iron, when it needs um, vitamin C, vitamin E, because it's telling them this is what we need and it's coming out of the mom. So it's important to build her immune system and that's where the baby is getting its immune system. So whatever you have problems with you in your immune system, lower intestines, is going to be passed to your unborn child and to your newborn child. Now, with that being said, that's why breast milk is so important. And it works for humans. Right. It's why I can drink and partake of any other female's breast milk because it would help humans grow. But I'm already grown. I no longer need to grow anymore. I don't need you to give me that sauce. Once I got teeth and was able to walk on my own and stand on my own, I no longer needed to get this the the calcium sauce from you from the female breast I can now get it from my foods when you eat animal milk it's all of them especially a cow it has so many things inside of it that you cannot use so drinking it you can't use it you're not getting it it's literally breaking down in this lactose and this casein inside your body that your body is literally using calcium to digest this stuff that's supposed to be full of calcium. Right. It's full of calcium for a calf to go from being a newborn calf to a 250-pound calf. And if you then put milk in front of it, it will knock it over. Like a calf will, that's the most aggressive it would be. It will walk toward it and knock it over, letting you know this is not for drinking. Mm-hmm. You understand? Plus, it's smarter it's, than us. It's not coming from the source it needs to come to. If they, If you want to get milk and you're a calf, you lean under your mom and you suckle just Mm -hmm. like you would do if you were a baby so that's why the milk is no good it may use oh but it tastes so good it really doesn't taste good it's it's the things inside of it that your body is used to getting for that taste one of the biggest things and they spoke about it um 
is when they started talking about too much fat in, in the foods, they made this thing called skim milk. That's what I grew up on. Right. Drank it every single day. Thought I was being so healthy. Had no idea. Right. And they make the rest of the skim into cheese, mm-hmm. which was, I got a new cheese coming out, man, called BioLite. Oh, you Bio do? Life, yeah. I literally got this guy with 750 pizza pot, uh, parlors who is going to make a vegan pizza. And he went to this other company. I won't mention the name because they're not one of our sponsors. Uh, and I stopped him. <laughs> and I said, if you want to be ahead of the game, you'd be the first using this cheese before everyone else uses it. It comes out of Greece. It's made out of coconut oil. It's called Violife. Nice. It is. It tastes exactly like mozzarella. Like I took it to Marbury Street. I had it cut up. And I stood outside and no one, I stood with two pizzas. And they were like, I want to slice it. No one knew it was vegan pizza. Oh, this wow. is like so exciting. We oh, can convert yeah. the unconverted with this. Oh, yeah, man. I, I just, but, and this is the deal. Like, you go in places now. I went to a steakhouse in Toronto, uh, Harbor 60. He goes, hey, um, John Sally's coming. He's a vegan. He says, he's a vegan? Yeah. Everybody wanted to eat from my plate. Really? Everybody. And he was like, well, let me taste it. And I go, taste what? I said, it's just vegetables. He goes, but he made yours look pretty, like, I said, yeah, you just got a, a dead piece of ass on your plate. <laughs> <laughs> you got the ass. That, that I can tell that's the ass of the cow right there. It looked like somebody slapped it right there. Uh, and then uh, so everybody tasted it. It's like, oh, that's good. Yeah. That's just vegetables? I go, mm, that's all you're going to have? I said, that's all I'm going to need. I don't take what I don't need. I only mm-hmm. take what I need. Take all you want, but eat all you take. So mm-hmm. take exactly what's enough for you. And going back to the skim milk, what were you going to say about that? I just said just when they skim it and they find every which way. One of my really good friends, beautiful girl, man. I'm not going to say her name. Montana. Uh, (laughs) She, uh, you know, her family got into trucking. They were into trucking and she was a model in New York. And, you know, she liked the bottle. And so she, you know, was trying to detox. She went there, started working with her dad. And their business in the last five years went from um, like $500,000 a year to $12 million a year in trucking, just animals, back and forth to oh slaughterhouses. That's how many she was going. She was like, dude, when you come up here to Wyoming, I just want to let you know. And I said, I'm never coming. She was like, what? I said, I'm never coming to Wyoming as long as you guys are slaughtering, uh, are aiding and abetting the murder of animals. Good for you. She was like, wow. I said, no. I come and man, look at my backyard. We got, you know, we got these, we're doing this. And then y'all are gonna eat some slaughtered animal or we're getting all that from, it's like it's like saying, hey, my family was the one who ran the trains in um, in Germany in the 40s. You know, we the ones that caught the Jews back and forth. To the, <laughs> I don't wanna know that family. I don't mm-hmm. wanna be involved with anybody that was involved in that. Right. And that's the way I look at it. And what's your slogan that you always say, there's not one reason? I said, no animal has to die for me to live. No, not at all. It just makes no sense. You know, it's like in Madagascar. That was the f- You see that first one, and all of a sudden, when Ben Stiller's playing the lion, and he's looking at the other, he's they're on a different line, he's like, I feel funny, yeah. <laughs> and he's like wanting to eat them, and they were like, what's wrong with you? He's like, I don't know, but I feel really <laughs> funny. Like... He's sneaking up behind the zebra. And Chris Rock is like, hey, man, focus. <laughs> <laughs> Life lessons through Disney. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you cannot deny your inside. But then he became a vegetarian, so it was good. 
Who did? Who? The lion, Ben oh. Stiller. Was it Chris, oh, like Chris Rock? Let's Chris Rock was the Chris Rock was a zebra, and Ben Stiller oh, was the yeah. lion. And the lion was all of a sudden kept being around. He said, "Why are you behind me? Like, what's wrong with you?" He said, "I feel funny." He said, "Stop feeling funny." You know, that was they were making it like it was sexual. Yeah. He's like, "No, I want to really devour you." Like, <laughs> That's so funny. All right, we'll be right back after a brief message from our sponsor, which is not Vaseline. But we're going to come back with Not John. Vaseline. No. John's favorites. We'll be right back. Food Heals Nation, if you're like us, you care a lot about the food that you put into your body because you know that food heals. The problem is that good, healthy food can be extremely expensive, but it doesn't have to be. That's why we were thrilled to discover Thrive Market. ThriveMarket.com is like the Costco for everything healthy online. That's right. It's an online shopping club offering the best brands and groceries up to 50% off retail prices. Ship nationally for free. They have brands that I buy all the time like Simply Organic, Garden of Life, Dr. Bronner's, Tom's, Nutiva, 7th Generation, Gaia, and so many more. So basically everything I'm already buying at Whole Foods, right? Exactly, but at 25 to 50% off. And you can easily filter everything by your preferences. Gluten-free, vegan, raw, non-GMO, organic, and even fair trade. But what I love most about Thrive Market is their charitable cause. For every paid membership, ThriveMarket.com donates a free membership to a low-income family, a teacher, or a military family. How awesome is that? This is a game changer, Food Heals Nation, because you never have to pay full price for healthy foods again. That's why we scored an exclusive discount for you. Yes, so check out Thrive Market and get two months free membership plus 15% off your first order. Join the movement at thrivemarket.com slash foodheals. You're listening to the Food Heals Podcast. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. All right, Food Heals Nation, we're back with John Sally. As a wellness advocate, one of John's main missions in life is to continue to educate people on the benefits of living a healthier lifestyle through better eating habits. With a passion for real food, wine, and spirits, John has contributed to articles in Wine Spectator, Cigar Aficionado, and LA Confidential. John is involved with the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine and has visited Washington to speak to Congress about the Child Nutrition Act, asking members to support legislation that would increase vegetarian options in meals served in public schools. We have a couple more questions, but we wanted to get to some of John's favorites. So we have a list, and this is just, you know, first thing that comes to your mind type of thing. If you want to give an explanation, you can. If you don't, we'll just go to the next one. Got it. So starting with favorite toothpaste brand. Ugly. I know you guys haven't heard about it. It's out of Miami. Uh, this dentist literally made a vegan toothpaste, and it's called Ugly, and find it. It has, <laughs> it has GSE in it. It has peppermint. It has clay. Um, it is unbelievable. What is GSE? What's GSE? GSE is grapefruit seed extract. Oh, okay. okay which it's great is, for your gums. Yeah, and good for your stomach. So it kills all microbes. So if you get a cold, you get a cough, first thing you do is get some GSE drops, put it in eight ounces of water, shake mm-hmm. it up, Goggle all the way to the back of your throat for 30 seconds, spit it out, and then drink the rest of the water, and you will not be sick at all. 
well, Susie is really obsessed with teeth health and, you know, everything that has to do with gums and things like that. I'm so, a little crazy about yeah, it. So, so you floss a lot. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And, and we use, do the tooth powder. What do you think about that? I use baking I like soda it. tooth powder. Yeah. Because it recalcifies your teeth. It, it alkalines your mouth. Therefore, mm-hmm. bacteria can grow. Right. To me, it's science. And I'm like, why isn't everybody using they it? They used to, but they couldn't make money. Right. Because it's so cheap. Of course. Right. You couldn't make money doing yeah. it. And so bacon, almond baking soda got into the toothpaste business, but too late mm-hmm. because they were already convinced to drink, eat the uh, other toothpaste that starts with a C mm-hmm. that is not vegan. Never heard of it. Just Good. kidding. <laughs> but that's- and it's not a school. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's interesting because I think we're up to almost 50 episodes or more and we have gotten the most feedback about the tooth powder. Everyone is obsessed with the tooth powder episodes more than the cancer episodes. You know? We had to do a full, really full tooth We just tooth talked care. about it yeah, in multiple episodes with multiple guests and people are always writing about it. It's really interesting. Oh, I so teach that's my a- dentist. Well, my experience was because I had a, my dentist in New York always showed me my, my x-rays and said, this is where your cavity is and this is where I have to drill. So I was educated. I saw, I know what they look, I knew what they looked like. Out here, I had a dentist. He said, you have two cavities. We need to drill. I said, okay, show me the x-rays. He's like, ah, need, you need a trained eye. I said, no, you don't. It's a black dot on the tooth. Show me the x-rays. He couldn't show it to me. I said, you're just trying to drill my teeth for exactly. no reason. Exactly. And that's when I, and I knew bones could heal. And I knew teeth were similar to bones. And I was like, why teeth can't teeth are the end of the bone. So imagine, imagine you're right. So when you're a baby, you're inside and your bones are very pliable, mm-hmm. right? Malleable, better word used. And as you get older and more calcium comes in your body and more vitamin A, vitamin D, um, and uh, what else helps you grow? Magnesium, calcium, and phosphates as they help your bones become stronger. See, that's just that study. And I had to get it in what makes bones strong. And as you're growing, and you're straightening it out, then your jaw bone draws, the bone finishes into your mouth. Mm-hmm. So the That's end of your teeth yeah. is the end of your bone. So your if you have bone. decaying in your teeth yeah. or you have problems in your teeth, you know the rest of the problems are in the rest of the bone. Yeah. I've never heard it said like this and now I'm I'm, I'm glad to know that and I can check my bones. <laughs> yeah, check your bone. You can just, like, you ever see people who they lose this tooth? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? These two teeth are the easiest teeth to lose. That is literally calcium and vitamin A, yeah. vitamin A and vitamin D deficiency in that person. Yeah. Immediately, that's the first thing I look and know what it is. That's why the doctors used to say, used to come up to you, look in your eyes, look in your nose, make you open your mouth. Mm-hmm. They used to be able to, all the different things so they can see, because you, you can't see them. You can't see into your mouth unless you got a, a mirror, and you're not really wanting to do that. Because you know, your body is set up differently. You're like breathing into the mirror. You can barely see. So somebody else has to go and pay attention to that. Food Heals Nation. Ugly toothpaste and tooth powder and get your bone checked. Go ugly.com <laughs> and then say, John Sally said, this is the bomb. I literally sat down and let him video me brushing my teeth at Seed Miami, which is a great thing. My girl Allison and, and uh, Michelle put it together. It was smart to be the weekend before Thanksgiving. It's like, get all the... Yeah, you're about to be with a whole bunch of bad people eating dead animals. <laughs> mm-hmm. You might as well see, taste, know all the new things you can cook before you go into that um, slaughter. Favorite song to sing in the shower? Do Me Baby uh, by <laughs> Prince, 19, 1982. Uh, to sing in the shower. Or in your car or anywhere. I like anything Drake. 
my right. daughters are wearing me out with Drake. I and so now I am a I'm a diehard Drake fan. Uh, but to sing out loud, I don't know. I'm so old, man. I, it might be something for Motown. Favorite thing about living in LA? Oh. No mosquitoes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I I gotta explain that. <laughs> so I live in Miami first. So I moved from Miami to Los Angeles to do a television show in Miami. From October to May, can't beat it. But starting May, when the mosquitoes are coming out and they're here to stay and they're trying to feed mm-hmm. and the humidity kicks in and it rains, it's just not the same. So in the middle of December, it's 81 degrees. Right. You can't beat that. And that's in Los Angeles. I ain't talking about San Diego. I'm talking about Los Angeles. Yeah. You can't beat that. And... You can go to the beach, even though the water is toxic, it's still the beach. And and I can be in Malibu and hang out and people are more relaxed. Like I remember I fell in love with California growing up with the Beverly Hillbillies and Archie Bunker, believe it or not. And I became friends with Sally Struthers because of Archie Bunker. <laughs> well, because of doc- my girl, Dr. Tristine. And we go to Sally's house and I said, you have no idea how when you were moving from Queens on the show, out to the fruity land of California, I wanted to go. I wanted to go, mm-hmm. and so I used to tell my mother, "I'm going to California. I'm going to leave New York, just like just like they did on All My." That's how <laughs> Wait, bad I wanted. When to did All My? I must not have seen that. Remember they All My to- Children when they were arguing? He would argue all the time. Um, call him Meathead. Right. With all the all the time. Oh, she all, moved with him, Meathead and she out moved to California. With okay. to California <laughs> with all the fruity guys. Right. Uh, you know, all the yeah. all the weirdos. Yeah. That's what he was saying, and they were shooting. In <laughs> shooting here and they wasn't shooting in New York while they were doing it and so they were making jokes of themselves but they were really making jokes of what people really thought mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying they would make I tell people that all the time I said Archie Bunker and uh, George Jefferson and Red Fox could not have a sitcom today one no way. they were too old because people think you have to be like 20 mm-hmm. and two they were too controversial by saying things that people said yeah People in television, I've been noticing, they don't like to say what people say. They they want them to say what they should say, not what they do say, or what they feel they should say. Like a sanitized version of right. what they think they should say. Mm-hmm. I mean, my friend is in the commercial, um, the Cheerios commercial, where the little girl pours all the Cheerios on his chest because the mom said, we got to save some for daddy because it's good for his heart. And she takes the Cheerios and pours them all on his chest. Well... The woman is white, the baby is mixed, and the guy on the couch was black. And he got the most hate wording that they were promoting interracial marriages. Oh, my God. I was like, wow. And that was last year. I remember that commercial. Mm -hmm. And that's why. You can see a bunch of things. Like, I tell my daughter, look at images constantly. Think of the, the controversy. I know we're going off topic, but... Think of the controversy over the movie The Wiz, the the, the, the play that NBC put on The Wiz, when yeah. these people was like, well, if we had an all-white cast, then everybody would be bitching. You did. And that's why they made an all-black cast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did that already. Yeah, we did that. Like, what are you talking about? And then you start realizing people are so dumb, but that's by design. The dumber you are, the less you would want to fight. You just take things like, hey, whatever. And why are we so dumbed down? What's the cause? There's a bunch of reasons. Part of the reasons are uh, we believe we invented television. We in, we didn't invent propaganda, but we invented how propaganda works, uh, how they're going to use propaganda. Every single corporation relies on the next corporation. 
and the industry relies on rubber, they rely on leather, they rely on gas, they rely on um, literally import because none of the parts are made here. So everything is related to the next thing. And so when one thing leaves, it leaves a, a link, a weak link in the chain. So you would have to remove tons of things. The reason I didn't think they were going to stop killing animals is because pharmaceutical companies are so big. And somebody said, what's that have to do with the price of tea in China? I go, the gelatin is no. from the hooves of, and you guys, hey man, easy gel, easy gel Tylenol, easy oh, gel. Capsules. Yeah, that's animals. Wow. So now much my mind have. is blown. <laughs> I never even thought about that. And your toothpaste. So you're, you're, you're I'm not going to say the name of the company, AIM. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that red and that green and that zip and oh it makes it look good and tingly and oh my teeth makes me feel like that girl in the commercial as animal hoof mm. in your mouth <laughs> no <laughs> hoof in my mouth <laughs> <laughs> you gonna get divorced if you say that <laughs> <laughs> alright who are you voting for uh, Bernie Sanders <clears throat> yeah I just went off topic to ask you that feel because we got burn. into politics. <laughs> <laughs> we may lose listeners, but feel the burn. Bernie Sanders. <laughs> so you think he's the one that can fix all the issues that we're talking Nothing about? Nothing can be fixed. We just need somebody to throw dots at. Cool. All it, right. It, you fix quietly. Then let me just tell you this about the great President Bush. I, I, I was, a, I guess, a black Republican and then I stopped telling people what it was. But... Um, the great president, George W. Bush, W, two-time Bush, the only one to go two times. His mm -hmm. father went one time, his brother's not even going to smell it, mm -mm. right? <laughs> he literally changed the way we deal with AIDS in Africa. W. W. And they, it, it's a funny thing, man, on Vice, they show this thing and they go, hey, you should meet with, uh... he doesn't do interviews. He did an interview on Vice, which is digital. And he goes... Yeah, Bono wants to meet with you and Guy said I think we should listen to Bono's advice on how to deal with this AIDS when it got to the point he said we should listen to Bono he said he started all these initiatives right to curve what was happening in Africa so now because of President Bush's advance in Africa there's no longer or they have very few mother to child transmission of AIDS meaning you can no longer kill off my population if Bush doesn't do that, almost half of Africa would have been dying or never born. So I look at things that they do that they don't promote, that right, don't make right. them look good yeah. or doesn't, you know. And when somebody's behind that. And he said, how did you know that? He said, Condoleezza, uh, Condoleezza Rice told me, he said, hey, we should do something about this AIDS thing. It's, it's going to decimate and cause genocide and we can stop it. So... When I, when I hear that, I love Obama, and I loved Obama because he's the guy who can take all the arrows. He's Jackie Robinson. And what I mean by that is uh, the difference, Jackie Robinson is a great baseball player for the Dodgers, number 42, first black guy in the, in the league, mm -hmm. uh, baseball league, and had to deal with unbelievable racism mm -hmm. and, and all kind of things while being a, a veteran and a great player. Obama has to deal with all these different things. Like he's supposed to be Superman and change the world, but no one wants to hear the truth that our government is set up not for one man to rule. It's set up for a democracy, which means no matter what he says, 
if 12 other guys don't agree, it won't happen. Right. So once I learned that, but I like Bernie Sanders. I like an old dude who comes out and says, black lives matter, all lives matter. We have to fix this banks. Uh, is going to run into a situation. The last president that had any conversation about the federal government was JFK, and you see where that got him. Mm-hmm. So uh, even Obama tried to say, well, Obama's part of the whole system. Everyone's part of the whole system. And you never know where you're being pulled from and how because you can only be awake a certain amount of hours a day. So you can't stay awake and look at everything. But I think if Bernie Sanders is in position, at least he can get people to think better. And he's the first one I think that's trying to change the whole way. You know, he doesn't take any money from super PACs. Yeah. He's raising money from individuals. Thirty dollars is usually the average contribution. Mm-hmm. He's trying to reform. He's trying to form the a revolution. Grassroots. A grassroots yeah. revo- he, I think he said revolution. So. Yeah. See plus, he doesn't have to worry about his coffers. Meaning, when you get all that money, it goes into these coffers and hold up. And when you don't win, like Rubio has a ton of money, mm-hmm. he's not going to get anywhere close to winning. We, I always say, what happens to that money? If something must happen because these guys keep going on vacation and they get their jobs back. And which they're is private amazing. jets. And yeah. Mm-hmm. I love private jets, though. <laughs> I'm not knocking if I had one, I would take it. There's oh, yeah. one in LA that you can pay like $1,500 a month and it goes to San Diego, San Francisco, Vegas, and like two other places. So what? Like, yeah, my friend does it and I'm like, I'm so on. What's the on name this. of the company? I'll have to find out. I don't know. Yeah, because they should be a sponsor on this show. I know. Yeah, they should. I'd get behind that. <laughs> yes. Strictly for never having to go through damn security line. Oh. Exactly. You I'm still so got to go through that. security because we know about you. <laughs> you don't know my real name <laughs> favorite place you've ever traveled in my mind Ooh. that's a favorite spot I've been yeah, I haven't tried LSD yet but I had some CBD and um, what's CBD CBD is a cannabinoid it's the part of the marijuana plant that literally is the healing part mm-hmm. cannabidiol yeah I think I'm saying yeah, Hope so it's just easy to say CBD. And um, the THC makes you high, but the CBD literally uh, opens your brain. So I would say the best trip has been inside. Outside on a plane, I got to meet the Dalai Lama, and I flew to India for 11 days. I got to see um, India. And when you were in India, you were doing a documentary, is that yeah, right? Yeah, I did this doc. And I uh, don't own it yet, but I got one half of it that... We were starting to uh, edit, and then when I get the rest from Rebecca, we're going to edit a, a really great documentary. Oh, I'm really excited. Called The Missing Piece. I called it, because I shot too. I called it My Road to Enlightenment, but then I didn't want to overstep him. So, um, what, what is The Missing Piece? Enlightenment? P-E-A-C-E. So we're missing piece. The missing mm-hmm. piece. And it has Paul McCartney, Stevie Wonder, Moby, Josh Stone, me, couple other uh, other characters. I had to throw me in there. You know. It's me and, you know. <laughs> okay, awesome. So look out for that, yes. Boot Heels Nation. I definitely want to see that. All right, who's your favorite NBA teammate? Brian Shaw. Why's that? I don't know, man. I had, um, I love Glenn Rice. I can name them all, too. Ralph Lewis, Chuck Nevitt, um, Willie Burton. Uh, Matt Geiger, Harold Miner. Uh, I, I just go down the line. William Befford, guys who were like tight with me and, you know, I hung out with. 
Uh, I love Isaiah Thomas. I call him to this day, call him just to tell him I love him, and I talk to him all the time. He's vegan, right? Mm, yeah, he tried it. And then I saw him on Real Sports with Brian Gumble, and he looked like he ate uh, a blowfish because his, <laughs> his face is kind of chunky. And I said, uh, brother, you got to get back on your diet because I know Sal. I said, yeah, man, you got to get back on your deal, man. So you can see the difference that quickly. I can tell immediately when I see somebody. And I tell them, they go, well, how do you stay so slim? I said, I'm a 1964 Mustang. I didn't put any rims on it, no smoke windows, <laughs> no curved finders. <laughs> I left it mint. <laughs> I love that. Right. So you know what I'm saying? I, I leave it mint. I leave it like they built it. And that's it. And it's only my avatar. It's only the thing I travel in, right? My spirit is inside of it. So I just, you know, keep it sexy. There's no reason to let it swell, get inflamed, have disease in it. This is my universe inside. If you have disease, that means you got a gang problem that you can't handle. So I don't let gangs deal in my universe. I don't let bad guys get out of my universe. It's like I got every superhero inside my body called superfoods. And so they negate all the the bad neighborhoods. What's your favorite superfood? Green juice. That's why I drank both of the ones you had. I Good, just dr- I just drank $16 worth of <laughs> Uh, my favorite superfood is if you were to buy it, I would tell you to go get nano greens, N A N O greens. There's a whole bunch of them. Macro greens are the best mm-hmm. of nano greens. Okay. Um, there's a, a a cookie coming out that's literally a superfood. Uh, I love goji berries. Um, I literally got this thing this girl is making goji berries, moringa. It was like this little ball, uh, cacao, and I was like, what is it? And she was like. You won't go to sleep. And I was like, really? She was not lying. Was like, <laughs> I was like, chick, what you got in that? So Adderall. In yeah. <laughs> uh, I would say that. I know you said you don't watch a lot of TVs and movies. What's your all-time favorite movie? I, got, I can only give you in five. Okay. Because I'm older than most people. It goes The Godfather, um, Star Wars, because I saw The Godfather first, believe it or not, and my brothers made me watch it. Star Wars, The Pope of Greenwich Village with Mickey Rock and Robert um, and Julia Roberts' brother, Eric Roberts. Mm-hmm. Uh, then was Do the Right Thing because I was, Spike literally did a movie about me growing up. That's what it was. Wow. And then, so you really could resonate with that. Every single piece. Like I literally, when I told Spike, I said, okay, a film uh, director is supposed to make you feel everything he wants you to feel at that moment. He has to make you do it with the camera. Mm-hmm. He did that in that movie. He made people angry. He made people laugh. Yeah. He made people um, sad. And like, you didn't know what was happening. But I knew what was happening because I grew up in that neighborhood. Well, in that in that environment. Mm-hmm. I grew up not, not too far from that neighborhood. But every day, somebody could die. That's anywhere. Everybody going to say, anywhere somebody could die. But you have more of a chance of somebody dying around you mm-hmm. than you had in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. Like, right, and these underserved communities right. where the I gang ha- is the family. Right. And like, it's just a different universe. Nine of the 15 guys I hung out with growing up were murdered. So nine? By the, yeah, by the time I was 25, nine of them had been murdered. Oh, so shit. it's just a different, and they died. So it got to the point where I was desensitized about death. I was like, oh man, they got him. Yeah, man, pour some out for the homie. And that's, it was like, man, that's it. Well, really, that's it because I get shit else I can do, but now I got to watch myself. 
And then Heavy D, who lived two blocks over, is why I knew your street, four, one, two, three, four blocks over, right by, um, on, right over Maple. And oh, from here. From here. I thought you were talking about your childhood. No, okay. from here. When he died, he died. We were, we would. Heavy D is a rapper, and he right. had gone. He was starting his career back. He had gone to London, and said, "When I get back, Sal, we're gonna start it." I was like, "Dude, we should start it right now before you go." Like, don't put it off. No, 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 no. Start what? We'll start his vegan diet. And he came back and was trying to get his little workout on before I started with he and his daughter, and he died from a heart attack. Oh my god! Yeah, and that one is like that's the only funeral I cried at. I didn't even cry at my father, like because I was, and this is why I cried, because before I was desensitized because I had all of I was a part of the murder and abetting of other animals, so death didn't mean anything to me. Mm-hmm. That's just what happens. Once I became conscious, I was able to feel and touch and smell and understand that I was gonna miss my friend forever. It took me becoming a vegan to learn how to be conscious. Wow. I feel like anyone listening to this, it's like if you're feeling desensitized, there might be a reason and that might be your life-changing solution. Mm-hmm. It is. If, if you gotta compassion. care, you gotta care. Like somebody said, well, we supposed to eat you know, with it top of the food chain I go where did you get that I go where the top of the food chain alright then take your ass out into the ocean <laughs> <laughs> let's put it to the test let's, let's see if the shark goes here come the top of the food chain <laughs> they'd be like oh bring your little ass over here that is not you're not top of the food chain you're an egomaniac right that's so true yeah what other question Go ahead, throw them at me. I'm ready. I can't. They're, they're, uh, that was just so like. I, I know what you're just talking about. I'm like, I can't sh- be like, what's your favorite cooking oil? I can't do it. Grapeseed. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Over coconut oil? Because I know a lot of people are all about the coconut. What are you all about? I love coconut oil too. It gives me the taste that I want, the buttery taste that I need, mm-hmm. right? But uh, you shouldn't cook it. Why? Because it, it, even though it, resonates, it burns at a higher temperature, you can make it warm, but you're going to get the effect of the coconut and uh, um, if it's not cooked. So you can like, so what I do is I have the coconut jar by my stovetop stove and it heats up and it liquefies. And then once I do everything, Just then I throw it, it in. Yeah. Uh, but you I, cook with the grapeseed oil? Yeah. If I got to cook okay. something at a high level. And so, why is that? Because it, it, grapeseed oil can cook. And can stay composed in its DNA at a higher temperature than any other oil. Got it. This is good information because I didn't know that. I know olive oil, it becomes toxic when it's raised to a certain temperature. Right. So I fat. know what? It becomes 100% fat. And that too. So when you eat olive oil, <laughs> yeah. it gets into your bloodstream as fat. And then it leaves the same way. It's not supposed to be eaten that way. It goes, olive oil is good for you if you eat the olive. If you eat a bunch of olives or you co-press olive oil, then you can have it. But if you get olive oil from any of these stores, it's already been pasteurized, cooked right. to go into the... So you've right. already destroyed everything in it except the fat. So unless it's co-press olive oil or just eat or chop up the olive. If you get a whole bunch of olives and, and chop them up and then squeeze it and then take that oil and put it on, you're going to get the benefit. But you're going to get more of the benefit if you eat the fiber of the... The olive. The olive. Mm-hmm. Got it. All right. So it's a new year. Yeah. What's your New Year's resolutions? Stay alive for another year. It's good one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Somebody said, uh, it was so funny. Kanye was like, uh, Little Wayne said, 
I asked a little girl, what do you want to be? They asked me what I want to be in five years. She said, alive. So I, and this New Year's resolution is to literally open um, up my place in Malibu, uh, the Better Health Foundation, and I don't even know what I'm going to name and shit, but you're coming out to Malibu and chilling. And it's so funny because when I get people out there, everybody that goes through the colonic system I put them in, or they then do, like in the morning I give you a bunch of water, a bunch of green drinks, and we walk. Mm-hmm. And one of the first things that happen with people is, oh my God, I'm shitting so much, man. I lost like four pounds in the colonic. <laughs> I go, and you shit five times? Yeah, I said, you just lost 12 pounds. All right, before we wrap up, I have to ask you about your vegan dog. Susie and I both have dogs. I have two. She has one. And, you know, people judge people that use a vegan diet on a dog. And I really want to know your opinion and tell us about that. Okay, so I had a dog named Kai. It was an Akita. I got him in 1997, 98, 97. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Usually they die in 11 years. He died at 17 years. So, wow, six-year life extension. And, of course, you want to give him the... Okay, so when you... Let me go over propaganda in this country. Okay. When you watch television, my mother said it's making you dumb because they tell you how to think. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay? Reading a book, when I read Huckleberry Finn, if they don't tell me the color... Everybody's black to me, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> it's just like, yeah, like it's everybody's your, black to me unless they tell you what color they are in the book. Right? Yeah. When we read scripts, they give you a description, which is a bad thing to do because I'm going to get to that point. In Short, Shawshank Redemption, Morgan Freeman came in to read for Red, mm-hmm. and they, he showed up, and he was the black guy there. And he was like, what are you doing? He said, I'm here to read for Red. He goes, Red is white," he said. "Not in my, sh- not in my script." <laughs> and he was like, "Wow!" And yeah. he read it was so good. They put him in a movie. They never called him an N word. They never degraded him. They just treated him like a prisoner. Mm-hmm. No one paid. They, but he was the major cog and the voiceover. So he yep. became the voiceover for every right. movie, yep. everything. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, him, he did. <laughs> because of Shawshank Redemption. Yep. Because that was only his third movie at that time. His wow. first movie was at 41 years old. Yeah, he started later. So, if you're not pushed into believing what it is by somebody telling you, in the movie I Am Legend, Will Smith goes to shoot this this deer and a lion jumps out and Will stops and then the rest of the lions come out to eat. And so, he then picking, he's picking stuff and he's telling the dog, just eat your vegetables and be quiet and the and the German <laughs> Shepherd is killing it, right? So I meet with the guys who own V-Dog, and I made him explain to me how you can feed a dog vegetables. And he said there's seven, brand, seven breeds of dogs that have to have flesh, and most of them are not domesticated dogs. So most domesticated dogs don't have to live the same way. Okay. If you had a wolf, you have to feed him flesh. Mm-hmm. You have a bear, you have to feed him flesh. The reason I don't own a cat is because you have to feed them meat. Wow, this is so. That's why I don't own a cat. I'm gonna have to do some research on this because this is a uh, yeah elucidating. I know. Yeah. Or you can just go to vdog.com and he will explain it to you. He yeah. wound up dying last year, so his son is keeping the business going. Aww. But I wind up going in and going, okay, I can't be a vegan 
and feed my dog. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So I had to figure out ways to get in things that they can eat to give them the nutrients. Dogs that have an epilepsy, they get all these diseases that humans are getting because they're eating human food. Right. Can't do it. So just, I don't know if you can get V Dog, but there's a bunch of vegan companies that literally put together the right plant base for your dogs and helps them to live longer, sustain longer too. 17 years. Mm. I mean, that's yeah. that's a testament. I know. So they had to talk me into getting another dog. and uh, So your family. Yeah, and this is a trip. If you bring a dog around me right now, and I'm a black guy, so in case y'all don't know, I'm a black guy, and you know, we're um, trained in this country to be afraid of dogs uh, for good reason. Uh, <laughs> we don't have a long conversation, but uh, for good reason. But literally, I walk in a place, yes, and this guy had a German Shepherd, and I go, wow. And all of a sudden, the dog came and laid his head on my lap. He goes, Aww. what is happening there? I go, dogs love me. Aww. They know I need hugs. They know, yeah. they, and they, they, no matter whose dog. Yep. And he was like, I've never seen it. Then I started rubbing the back of his thing, and his legs started shaking, and he just sat by me. He was like, did you just take my dog <laughs> <laughs> I said, man, I just not afraid of him at all. And they were like, why are you not afraid of dogs? He only has a mouth. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, what? I said, he can only hurt you with his mouth. Yeah. I got two hands, a leg, yeah. a mouth. Right. He has four legs and a mouth. So if you don't let him bite you, he can't hurt you. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh. I said, so if you don't think he's going to hurt you and you show no fear. And they go, well, a dog can set fear. I said, so can gangsters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and Ooh, sharks. That's right. Ooh, yeah. You punk ass. <laughs> and I also think they sense compassion and, and they see it in people and they read people better than sometimes people read people. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, my dog Jackson is absolutely obsessed with Susie from the moment she walked yeah. in the door. You know, he's been, he jumps in her lap and he's obsessed with her. And you could say, oh, he would do that to anyone. But no, he does not. Yeah. Some people. Bond. Yeah. I speak woof. But because you. <laughs> I saw that somewhere and I'm like, I like that. I'm taking that. I speak woof. You do. Yeah. You really do. You're the animal communicator. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like they can sense if you're a compassionate person or not. And they're going to stay away from you. And they are going to sense your fear. They are going to sense your animosity if you have. Yeah. You have that. And so it's like, if you're a loving being, then the dogs are going to be loving to you. Yeah. And that's exactly what I believe. Is you, you put out, you don't always get what you put out, right? You get the reaction sometime of what you put out. But the majority of the time, if you're a good dude, you get a good person, good things happen. Majority of the time. But bad things happen to good people all the time. That's true. Well, I think that's a really beautiful place to stop. And um, shameless self-promotion time. Yes. Tell us all your websites, where you want people to stalk uh, you online, Instagram. I want you to follow me on Twitter at the John Sally S-A-L-L-E-Y. Uh, Instagram at John Sally J-O-H-N-S-A-L-L-E-Y. And then you can go, I'm rehashing johnsally.com. You can still go to it right now and see video. There's just so much to keep up with. But I now I have, I'm going to. I show up in the craziest places. Uh, the last place, one really good show. If you want to watch this on a continuous, it's Z420.tv. And that's your show? Yeah, the big V. Awesome. 
All right, so go find John Sally, stalk him online, everyone follow him. And if you see him at an event, what's your hashtag for a selfie? Hashtag selfie with Sally. So <laughs> so it's okay for them to approach you. Yeah, let's do a selfie with Sally. All right. Okay. All right. So thank you. Thank you so much for being here, thank John. You, John. I really Definitely. appreciate it. That's our show. Thanks for listening. Sign up for our mailing list at foodhealsnation.com and receive a free gift from us. That's right. We have created a brand new guide for you, our Food Heals Nation. Yep. The guide is called Health, Longevity, and Weight Loss Secrets, and it's full of tips, tricks, and secrets collected from some of our favorite guests from the Food Heals podcast. In it, you will learn crazy cool stuff like how to live to 99 with no wrinkles. Susie's grandfather. That's right. How to attract the one. Ooh, how to never get a cavity again. My favorite. Yes, my favorite too. And the real secret to weight loss. Or maybe that's my favorite. They're all my favorites. And And so much more. (laughs) So sign up for our newsletter at foodhealsnation.com. We won't spam you, we promise. No, we won't send you too many emails. Trust us, we're too busy for that anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So go to foodhealsnation.com to get your free guide, health, longevity, and weight loss secrets from the Food Heals podcast by subscribing today. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to actually start using their $39.99 a month gym membership. If you experience any of these symptoms, Snapchat your trainer immediately.